If you are a Denver Nuggets fan, you should be very excited right now as they're going to the NBA Finals for the first time in their franchise history. After sweeping the Lakers and beating them tonight, 113-111. to Then the Nuggets, they had to go through a lot of adversary in this game as they was down as many as 15 points going into halftime. Now in the second half, the Nuggets, they made the right adjustments and they simply took control down the stretch. Now, to the Lakers' credit, they were fighting for the most part. Even though they were down, they were fighting for the most part. And that was mostly due to LeBron James continuing showing his greatness at 38 years old. As he had, what, 30 points in this game? He had 30 in the first half, and he finished his game with, what, 40 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, with 1 assist being sort of a triple-double. And again, he just continued and continues to show time and time again his greatness. And honestly, we there'll just be another player like him. There will never be another player like LeBron James because he just keeps showing his greatness. And this is one of them again. I mean, think about it. He's not 28. He's like 38, about to be pushing 40. And he's still doing his all-time gold stuff at his advanced age. It's just crazy. Now, in the fourth quarter, he did tend to gas out late. But they still were fighting for the most part. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder playing hard on defense and also making some shots in there. Yeah, Austin Reeves, who I've said many, many times, he is going to make a bag in the offseason, whether it be the Lakers or any other team. Then you had other players stepping up too. And some, but we'll get into that for the most part. But I think, honestly, the main issue with the Lakers is simple. They just cannot close out like usual. And also add the fact that the Nuggets are just simply the better team. But if there was one guy that didn't show up all game, which is Anthony Davis. And keep in mind, I like Anthony Davis. I really do. Love him since college, even high school. But it's just the facts. He did not show up at all. He didn't show up down the stretch. And when he started to show up a little bit then and there in the fourth, it was too little too late as the Nuggets had all momentum going into that game. And plus, I have the fact that it's like every time you make a good play, you'll just make a really bad play. I mean, the one I could remember was when he fouled Jamal Murray when he shot the three. They didn't go in, but he had to foul him. He had to go to the line for three to even get torched on defense by Jokic. I mean, like, it got so bad to the point in which literally he was getting outplayed by Tristan Thompson, for God's sake. Tristan Thompson, it didn't show up on the stat sheet, well, like for the most part. Tristan Thompson, he was hustling there. He was hustling his butt off for the most part. And I didn't even know he was on the Lakers for the most part. I thought he was like, I don't know, retired or hanging out with the Kardashians or something. But, no, he was still on the team somehow. He was hustling. He had his energy. And he did his thing. He was very soft for the most part. But AD, he is who he is at this point. AD is his we all know his ceiling at this point. Now, I did go on Twitter seeing some people say trade him. I wouldn't say trade him, but we all just know who he is at this point. He's just not elite. He's good, but he's not elite. He's not a star. It's that simple. And plus, don't even start this hustle. It's like he just looked like he didn't even want it for the most part. He was just jogging up and down the court. Just no effort whatsoever. I mean, hell, I mean, I got one point. Again, he was getting outplayed by freaking Aaron Gordon, for God's sake. Even Tristan Thompson at Spurs. Like, let that sink in. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know what to say, man. I really hope this offseason he polishes in game. Hope he takes his the passion for the most part. 
because uh, he needs to work on a lot of stuff. Especially his perimeter defense. Because, like, oh, we already know him in the paint, but, like, perimeter, it's like, uh, he, he was getting cooked. That's all I got to say with that. But, um, back to Nuggets, man. As for Nikola Jokic, I mean, I don't know what to say about him. I really don't know. He's simply the unicorn. He's simply the goat. And him and Embiid, that debate is pretty much over. He solidified that, and it pretty much showed his whole series. And that's the biggest takeaway. He's shown he's better than Embiid. The debate officially over as he finished with another triple-double. And with that, he passes it the late World Chamberlain record, which was held for 56 years for the most triple-doubles in NBA playoff history. And that's good for him because Jokic just keeps showing and showing and showing and showing again time to time why he is elite, why he's one of the best centers in the league, why he's the best center in the league. He keeps showing that time and time and time and time and time again. He's just very versatile. He can do anything he wants. And he was cooking AD. He really was. All series. He was cooking him in every way imaginable. And keep in mind, I did say he would cook him, but I said AD would, you know, Make him work for them points, but oh, I was completely wrong. He ended up destroying AD in every way he imagined on defense, whether it be out rebounding him, whether playing really good defense on him. Cause I remember seeing some people saying that all oh, AD gonna get him on defense when he get the ball in his hand. No, Jokic was hanging in there. He was, he was hanging in there on defense. He was limited AD at times for the most part. He did his thing, out rebounding him, hustling him, and even making some really tough shots. Especially in game one. And this game two, I mean, literally, like, literally a shot couple was ran out. He threw it up there and he made the shot over AD. Like, just shot it right in his face. Just pretty much owned him. Completely owned him. And not only him, you also had the other players as well. Yeah, Jamal Murray, he had 22. Yeah, Miles Porter Jr., MPJ had 15. Aaron Gordon had 22. KPJ, Cole Pope had 13. And and basically, the whole everybody in the whole team just stepped up when needed to, and that's what makes this Denver Nuggets team a Finals caliber team. And they're just a league of their own. And this all this credit goes to Mike Malone and Nikola Jokic because they're just two the players. Now, obviously, it got Jamal Murray in them, but the main options obviously is Jokic and Coach Mike Malone. He's just simply it. And I'm honestly, I'm really rooting for this team in the finals. I really am. Because I want this team to win their first NBA Finals. I really do. Because think about this, right? The Nuggets team is damn well dangerous. I mean, think about it. At their combined up their pace, which could wear teams down. You got Nicole Jokic down the fast break. He could just destroy in a multiple different ways. Whether it be his scoring, whether it be his passing, whether it be his rebounding, or his simple IQ. He could simply destroy you in a multiple different ways. And let's not forget, Pats, he's literally arguably the best big man passer in NBA history. Arguably, you make it argue he is. And that just puts a lot of pressure on other teams because it's like who Jokic is going to pass it to, what cuts he's going to find. And that just shows how good Jokic is. He's just him. And keep in mind, right, not only him, but not it had to go through a lot of stuff. For the most part, he had a lot of false narratives in the media for the most part. And I mean a lot. I mean... I could really write a whole book on that. Most going from Kendrick Perkins, in which his comments on Jokic. I'm not going to really go in full details on them. Basically, regarding his skin color with the bolded and stuff like that, which 
honestly basically got him beat the MVP trophy. But we could talk about that for a different time for the most part. To him saying, oh, he's stat padding, and when Mike Malone stated that in his post game interview, in which I already knew he was taking shots at Perk, because saying he was, oh, he was stat padding, which was completely just not true at all. Yo, kids, it's not stat padding. I mean, what kind of narrative is that, bro? And keep in mind, they barely got media coverage. Now, yeah, now they're getting the attention they deserve, but prior to that, they was getting little to no media coverage at all. And that's what Mike Malone was mentioning. I believe in game two or game one, like the post game. No way it was game two in the post game. And he was kind of mentioning that all they kept talking about was the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers. On what they did wrong, what they need to do going forward. All the Lakers got this. All they got figured out, stuff like that. And nobody's talking about the Nuggets. I don't get it. And I've been paying attention to this team all season. They're a special team. They're simply him. I really don't know what to say. And... That finals matchup between them and the Heat is going to be really good. I will tell you that. But overall for the Lakers, I would say this season is a success because think about it. They literally almost missed the playoffs at one point. They were going, what, 2-10 at one point. Coach Darling, Ham, everybody, including Lakers fans, were calling for his head to barely make it into the playoffs. Upsetting the two-seeded Memphis Grizzlies to then knocking off the defended champs, the Golden State Warriors. Just to make it that far, it's just remarkable. It really is. And they did what they had to do. I mean, they almost, I mean, at one point, they were barely not even going to make the playoffs, and they got that far. So that's why I said to Laker fans, I'm like, look, listen, you got far with Coach Ham. You should be happy. Yeah, you lost to the Nuggets. Yeah, you got swept. But that was expected. At least sweep, or at least you'll lose at five, even though they end up getting swept regardless. But still, you guys should feel happy. You guys should feel that going to next season. That means you could just focus up on offense, get better, make some adjustments, get some key players on the team, and basically get better. And I believe that's what the Lakers going to do. They need to do that. However, the one player I will say that will probably be going in the offseason is D'Angelo Russell. He was just atrocious in every way imaginable. Now, yeah, AD was atrocious, but at least with AD, he had some good games in there. The problem was AD just couldn't keep consistent. And also, he just doesn't have that dog in him. It's not just hating AD. That's just true. With Devo, he was just atrocious. Whether it be on defense, his shot making, his decision. I mean, I don't even know what to say on Devo. I mean, it got so bad in which I believe he got benched, I believe. I mean, that's how bad it was. He really got benched. And so, he's probably the only player that's probably going to be gone for the most part. I literally don't see them here. And to shooter, he's pretty much going to be a starter. But, um, yeah, right in this video, let me just say this. Nuggets, congratulations. You guys are good. You guys are elite. You guys are legit. And now, we're going to the first NBA Finals. Take the trophy home. Because most likely, they're going to be going against the Heat, which will be good. The Nuggets will take them out. It will be a close series, but the Nuggets pretty much got this. And uh, Laker fans, congratulations to the season. But nevertheless, besides that, what did you guys make of this game, right? And Nuggets are just legit. <laughs> They're just legit. I really don't know what to say. But besides that, I'll end the video with this. Everybody have a nice day. And I'll see everybody back here tomorrow when we recap him once the Miami Heat sweep the Boston Celtics. Anyway, peace.